AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the PhD Podcast. It's your girl, Ebony. Um, Before we begin, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, Make sure you follow me on Instagram at The Professional Homegirl. Also for the podcast, the PHG podcast. And also, I just launched my own beauty line called Ebony Beauty. Um, my mink lashes are beautiful. My guest has them on now. Um, if you want to see, you'll get a preview of the latest collection, the PHG collection. You can either follow me on Instagram at Ebony Beauty, E-B-O-N-E-B-E-A-U-T-Y. Or you can visit the website at www.ebonybeauty.com. So let's jump right into this episode. As you know, I don't have the luxury of introducing my guests. All of my guests are anonymous. So for this week's episode, I thought that we would switch it up a little bit. Um, I didn't know about this topic until I met my guest and she expressed to me how it's been very painful for her to have sexual intercourse. And I thought this topic was intriguing because I know after a long day, either I want to drink or I want to bust a nut. So (laughs) with that being said... Um, please tell us a little bit about your experience with sex. So sex for me, um, just to preface this with my uh, sexual history prior mm-hmm. to actually having sex, um, my parents didn't speak a lot about it. It was always, uh, no, don't even think about doing that. So anything that I did learn about sex was through my health class in high school, friends who are having Which is not the best teacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> friends who are having sex and porn, actually, to believe it or not, which I knew... Which is not a good no, teacher. Yeah. Later on, I was just like, oh my God, this is terrible. Right. <laughs> but the first time I actually had uh, 
sexual intercourse with penetration. Um, I would, well, vaginal penetration, I should say, was when I was 21. Mm-hmm. Um, I did it with one of my friends at the time, which mm-hmm. I figured was safe and cool. Um, and one thing that I had remembered from just previous conversations with my friends is that they would all say, oh, yeah, it hurts at first, but it would feel better the, right. you know, the longer you do it. So, you know, he's you know, doing his thing, and I'm just laying there, and I'm like, when does it start to feel better? <laughs> so it was painful pretty much throughout the whole... It was just... It just felt odd. Like, I, I, I just felt like there was something inside of me. There was nothing Ooh. feeling good. It was just like... It was just... It just felt like a lot of friction and rubbing. Ooh, were my, you wet? Yes, I was. And I know that's, like, a big thing for a lot of women. It, mm-hmm. it is more painful if you're not wet. So I know I was definitely aroused. Like, I wanted to do it, but it was right. just feeling like... So did you tell him that it was painful and maybe we need to like... No, see, and that's one of the things that I've learned um, throughout my journey with my partners is just to be more communicative. But um, no, I didn't tell him anything because I thought, you know, this is my first time. It's supposed to hurt. Especially if you're hearing it from your friends that the first time is supposed to hurt. Right, yeah. But yeah, that whole time I was just kind of like laying there. And then when he finished, I was just like, oh, that's it. I kind of don't want to do this again mm-hmm. um so after that i actually didn't have sex for a really long time because i was like well if that's what it is I, I don't want it right um you know and then with my next partner it was kind of like the same thing but then i thought okay well he's a little bit bigger it's definitely gonna Ooh, hurt yeah, another thing was aching Yo, i <laughs> felt like my limbs were being torn oh apart. my god it hurt so much and he barely had anything in it was just the tip and i'm like yo <laughs> i can't but so it worked. Like walk us through it. So it was so painful because I know like when I'm in pain, like my stomach started hurting. I get to sweating. Like I feel like I gotta throw up. So, like yeah, I mean, so with him again, it just felt like my tissue walls are going to rip. Oh my! Like that's what it felt god. like. It hurt so much, and my coochie just clenched up. Oh my god! It. <laughs> Yeah, it just felt like a ripping, like I felt like I was being ripped open. And then when he was like fully inside, I just felt like full. Like I felt. Well, Did you tell him to stop? Um, After a while, yeah. Wow. I mean, because like it's just kind of embarrassing to for me to try to, you know, have a connection with your partner. And right. you have to like stop every few minutes or seconds. And then after a while, it's just like, no, I can't do this. So did you ever th- went to the doctor or? After years and years and years mm-hmm. of dealing with it, I finally went to my gynecologist and I was just like, you know, I have a question, you know, and sex doesn't feel good to me. Right. So I actually went to two doctors. One doctor, um, when she was examining me, she was just like, oh, your muscles are strong. Meaning, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, okay. And she was like, you know, that's that's good for the man, but it's not so much good for you. And basically what she meant is that I'm like super, super tight. Like, I'm really small down there right and she suggested kind of like doing exercises to stretch them out so using Mm -hmm. like dilators and things of that nature and i was like "Eh, i don't really want to stretch it right because i I mean i kind of just always considered having loose vagina as a bad thing but maybe for me it might be a good thing so but nonetheless i didn't try i was like nah and then i went to another doctor Mm -hmm. which i feel like she was a little bit more thorough um, and she actually told me that my uterus was slanted. So she was like, you know, maybe you would have to, when you do have intercourse, to have them go at an angle. 
Oh, so towards my left side because she was like, otherwise. Like a hook. <laughs> you know, some men got a say, hook. I, oh, God. Yeah. So maybe someone who's a little bit more slanted. <laughs> but she was just like, yeah, because otherwise he's hitting your uterus and that's Ooh, what could be. But yeah, so then I was just like, okay, maybe. So, with, so the next time I had intercourse with my same partner, we tried it at, you know, how she said at an angle and it did help right like it wasn't as uncomfortable but i still wasn't feeling any pleasure it was just so have you ever felt pleasure no oh wow not by penetration (laughs) (laughs) so obviously when you receive head and stuff yeah because it's not like something's actually born in you yeah the only time i climax is by clitoris action so um so i think this is so funny because like I've been knowing my guests for like what almost a year now. A year, yeah. And I was so intrigued by this, so I started doing research, and I was looking up like, "Girl, I found a doctor for you." And I was doing research, and it was a video on YouTube, and we talked about this. Um, this woman, the doctor, like stick the Q-tip or something in her, yeah. and she was going fucking crazy. Well, you know what? It's crazy because I thought it was just me. I was like, "Damn, something's wrong with me." Great, like I'm not gonna. And there's a lot of women that's like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really know it was a thing until yeah. we had that conversation. Until I saw the YouTube video, I was like, oh, wow, there's really a thing that there are women who just don't enjoy sex. Now, the woman that was basically crying by the doctor putting a Q-tip, my situation is not like that. Mind you, when I get pap smears, yes, it's the most uncomfortable thing ever. Right. And, you know, I can stand the pain going through sexual intercourse, but it's just like, I just don't feel anything. It's like there's no sensation down there. <laughs> At all. So, have you thought about experiencing other partners, like other women? Yeah. <laughs> and the reason Actually. why I ask because I always feel like when I do speak to like my lesbian friends, they always tell me like that's how I know I'm not into men mm-hmm. because the shit hurts. It don't feel good. It don't do nothing for me. Yeah. And of course, your anatomy like you're gonna get wet because you're excited. Your yeah. body can't help what it likes. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, shit, I want to fucking bust a nut. Like, Yeah, so <laughs> I actually did end up having sex with a woman. Mm-hmm. And not because, like, I was going through something where, like, you know, forget these men, I'm not. But it was actually, like, a real connection. Right. Um, Just, like, super quick backstory. In high school, I kind of saw myself being attracted to women. Well, mm-hmm. like, I would just pay attention to them right. a lot more. And I was like, why am I looking at these girls? I was like, why am I, like observing I know, them but you know girls are, like i see a pretty girl i'm like oh she's really yeah, pretty yeah yeah so that's what i thought too i was like right. you know maybe it's because you know i admire the body of a woman because i am a woman right also i was super artsy in high school so i was like you still are artsy though I, well it's not as much <laughs> now but you know at the time i thought like oh maybe it's just because i'm super into art and i love drawing the female anatomy right me so you know that's how it started drawing some titties and some yeah, ass <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so fast forward to, you know, I graduate high school. I'm in college, mm-hmm. going to my orientation, and I see this woman. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was a freshman. She had to be like a sophomore, junior, and it was just like an immediate, like a magnetic attraction. Wow. And like, it's not love at first sight because I wasn't in love with her, but I was like, oh my god, like I have to get to know her. I have to be like, I just have to be in her presence right you know but i'm super shy so i'm not gonna 
you know, approach you or anything, but I will watch you from a distance, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Don't that's like that, uh, that Netflix show you? Um, no, I mean, <laughs> I'm just playing. I wasn't stalking the girl, but I was just, but you know, if I saw her on campus, I would just be so in awe. And yeah. it wasn't like, you know, she. Have you ever felt like that with a man? To no. that, no. Wow. Like there have been men that you know I've been in love with, right? You know, but that, but that first immediate like first sight attraction, mm-hmm. no, it was just her. So I don't know how the universe ended up getting us together. <laughs> wow. Well, you but, know, you think what you are, or you are what you think. So you, so when you think about certain certain things, yeah, it just comes to you because you're putting it out there in the universe, especially if you're speaking about it. Yeah, yeah. So we ended up. Just like, you know, hanging out, kicking it in her dorm room. And then one day, I don't know, like we just end up, we ended up making out. And so we didn't have sex at that moment. We right. didn't have sex till like years later. Mm-hmm. But I was just like seeing freaking fireworks. And I remember going <laughs> home that night thinking like, oh my God, my gay, what's going on? <laughs> I was just like, this is so exciting. But, you know, fast forwarding to like my sexual experience with her, I would say she gave me the best sex ever. Like, I will oh, say wow. that to the day I die, whether we end up together in the future or not, right. if I'm married to a man or whatever. That was, she, you know, it was the best sex. And it was because there was no penetration. Like, it was a lot of, like, well, we know it was action. a lot of, right. <laughs> yeah, and that's, and for me, that's what gets me off and that's what right. makes me climax. So, it's unfortunate <laughs> but do you think so? Have you ever spoke to a partner that you've been with that was a man that, and you told them exactly like, "Hey, let's try something else. Let's do something different." Like, like have you ever like been open open enough to a man and be like, "Hey, like, I have a little couple of issues when it comes to penetration, so let's try to do it this way." I've only done it with like my long term partners, right? So I would say my last. I would say real boyfriend or someone I was seriously into. We did have a lot of conversations mm-hmm. about it. Um, and mind you, we tried a lot of positions. We ended up buying like Lou because we figured that, you know, the wet I am, the easier it is. Right. Um, and, you know, it helped. I think because he and I had a connection at the time. Like It makes it a lot easier. Yeah, like he was my best friend. You know, I wasn't like we were in love with each other and we had a connection. It felt better mentally for me mm-hmm. knowing that he was getting pleasure but physically i still wasn't really receiving any pleasure and he felt really bad he was just like you know i want you to feel what that i feel that must be a debbie downer for a nigga though yeah yeah i yeah. felt really bad for him. but like you know he was really like really really sweet about it but he was just like damn like i feel bad that i'm getting mine but you're not really getting yours right in the way that we can both you know receive so I mean, for him, you know, he would have to give me head for, like, a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a bad thing, shit. (laughs) No, yeah, but you know what? Honestly, yeah, it was, it sucked. Um, But, like, for my other partners that I, you know, they would just be flings. Like, they're just, like, offensive benefits of someone I'm just fucking with. Um, I did not really have those conversations because we were just fucking. Right, and I feel like. But how can you just be fucking if it was like un- uncomfortable for you, like? Cause you know it's so it's odd, and you know what my friends ask me that all the time. They're like, "Cause I ain't fucking none if it's painful." You, know, I know, but I kind of like psych myself out. I'm like, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna ride that dick because <laughs> I want because. <laughs> 
serious. Like, that's my mentality. Yes, it hurts. Right. And yes, it's uncomfortable, but it's like, I still want it. Like, I'm just trying so hard to right. enjoy it. Um, but yeah, it would just end up the same way all the time. Like, damn. So Hurry I, up because <laughs> I want to go to sleep kind of thing. So I remember you saying, like, when you had your experience with the, um, with the woman, you mm-hmm. was like, oh my God, am I getting anything? Like, how did that feel, like, afterwards? Like, did you, like, feel like it was something wrong with you or, like... You know, I, I, I can imagine, like, like if something happened. Like, me hap- enjoying sex more with women than with a man? Or? Yeah, and, like, with you being with your long-term relationships with men, and you felt like, you know, you felt kind of down. And, and the, if a guy's really into you, and he really loves you, and he can't please you the way that he that yeah. you want to be pleased, like, I can only imagine the conversations y'all had within your relationship. It's Yeah, it's definitely a conflict. I didn't think anything was wrong with me, but now I'm just like, well, shit, like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Because I enjoy having sex with a woman, but mind you... The woman that I was with, she's the only woman that I've ever been attracted to in that sense. Mm. Like, yes, I think women in general are attractive. And I can see a woman and be like, oh, she's beautiful. But it's never been at a point where I'm like, I want to have an intimate relationship with her or, you know, a romantic relationship. Um, It's For the most part, it's been that way with men by default. Mm -hmm. Um, But the chemistry that I've had with my ex-girlfriend at the mm-hmm. time is never the same with a man. So right now I'm at a conflict where it's just like, well, do I want to be with a woman just because I get more sexual pleasure? Mm. Or am I just going to have to stick it out and end up being with a man that, you know, knowing that I'm never going to have pleasure having But is it something with. that you can go to a doctor and possibly get fixed? So there's no cure, and right. you and I have talked about. You did find a specialist who kind Yo, of. Yo, I was up at like two o'clock in the morning, y'all. <laughs> I was like, "Girl, we gonna get you to this nut." <laughs> We're nutting in 2019 <laughs> because when I was doing my research, um, some of the reasons why um, sex can be painful is because like not enough vaginal lubrication, mm-hmm. uh, fibroids, um, ovary problems, menopause, which obviously my guests don't have. Um, Injury to the vulva, like maybe somebody ripped something or like something something had to happen inside of you. Mm-hmm. Um, or like a rough sex, which can be like extremely painful because I don't like to be roughed up. Like save that shit for somebody else. Yeah. Um, or like negative negative feelings towards the penis. Like because I know when I was growing up and I'm from the South, a lot of people be like, we got to wait till you marry. Yeah. If you don't have sex, if you have sex before you marry or you have sex now, you consider a hoe or yeah. like you can get pregnant. And that was scared of sh- they used to scare the shit out of me yeah. when I was growing up. Uh-huh. So I can imagine with you, and we spoke about this earlier, especially you being from, um, you being Haitian. Mm-hmm. And then we, I was speaking to somebody else that's Haitian. And I was, I'm realizing that, especially in the West Indian community, you know, it's kind of like the same with, with being from the South. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's not enough education mm-hmm. around sex. And as I stated in the beginning, like my parents are just like, no, you're not, you're not doing it. Um, I mean, as for, yeah, I was definitely, like, always super nervous yeah. about having sex because, again, I was always nervous that I would catch something, even though I always use protection for the most part. Especially uh, with STDs, not to cut you off, but STDs. Like, yeah, you know what? I was so, right? listen, even with foreplay, I'm like, put on a condom. Girl. And he'd be like, but we're not here. I'm like, put on a condom. Like, I, when I first it. realized you can get pregnant from pre-comp, I was like, <laughs> You don't know how many pregnancy scares that I Girl, have had. You. Oh my goodness. I'm like, but there was stuff. And he's yeah. like, but I didn't come. It's so crazy. And a lot of times, like, people don't realize that you put that negative 
connotation with things. It scared the shit out of these yeah, girls. I was super scared of catching an STD. I was super scared of becoming pregnant. Yeah. Like, becoming pregnant for me was, like, the worst. Yeah. The same I, for me. Yeah, because I had an aunt. Mind you, she was a grown woman, mm -hmm. but she got pregnant and the man kind of, like, left. So my parents always used that story on me, like, look what happened to your aunt. Yeah. She's by herself. And I'm just like, oh, damn shit. Like, you know, I don't want to be like that. So I would definitely say, you know, when I did have sex, it, I think that would always be in the back of my mind. Mm -hmm. um, along with knowing, like, shit, this shit is going to hurt. And right. I know I'm not going to, like, enjoy this. Right. So, yeah, there are definitely... There were some negative thoughts, um, but I think for the most part, a lot of the men that I've dealt with, they were really nice. You know, there was never anyone who wanted to, like, just choke me out or, you know, do some crazy shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think some of them did get a little bit too excited and they were acting like porn stars. But I'd be like, what the? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, well, yeah, I remember the, the last situation you told me about and you Yo. was like, <laughs> oh, my God. So you gotta tell the listeners about this this last session you had with this guy oh, you was having sex with. So I felt so uncomfortable when you was telling me because I was like, Jesus Christ! Like I felt okay. So one thing that I always tell myself, like I'm not gonna feel bad about you know my sexual encounters with people. Yes, you know I mean, it, it's, it's painful, it right. right? But this last one, like I felt bad because I think that my on my part. Like I didn't make it enjoy <laughs> enjoyable for him at all. So I would have been so scared if I was in that sex yo, with I, So my last sexual encounter was a few months ago, and I was dealing with someone who was a little younger than me. Um, and it was so I don't even know, but it was bad because again I kind of tricked myself into thinking like this is gonna be good, this is gonna be my moment where right. like it feels good. Mind you, it was not feeling good at all, but I didn't tell him to stop. Normally, like with other people that I'm a little Why bit, you don't tell him to stop? I don't know, man. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to thug it out, and I'm just going to take nah, it. And girl. it was really bad because he was He's trying to fuck you going, like a porn star. He, I really, <laughs> yeah. But it was just so bad. Like, I felt like I was going to throw up. It wasn't feeling good, and then I was just like, "Yo, like." But also, my body, when I'm in like pain like that or just uncomfortable, my body like tenses up, and like yeah. my hands would like push back. So he kept like, you know, because he thought you was like away. running away from the yeah. dick. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, yeah, yeah. He had to like take my hands and like hold it back, and I'm like, "No, no, no, I am in pain. <laughs> Stop!" Oh my god. So. I mean, and I felt bad because he was like, do you want to do it in the shower? And I'm like, in the shower? I'm like, what? <laughs> I felt bad because I was yelling at him. I was like, what would make you think not the shower? He's like, I don't know. It might be, you know, a little. I'm like, no. He's like, just hurry up. Come. So I can go to sleep. Oh, my God. So, and you could tell, like, the poor kid was just focusing. <laughs> like, I think me yelling at him made him, like, lose his you yeah. know, ego a little bit. But, I mean, he got his. I guess that was the goal, right? <laughs> No, no, no. The goal is for you to orgasm. I know, but the goal is for you to bust a good nut. Yeah, it it, it just didn't happen, man. It no, happen. we're gonna get you to that nut. Yeah. So right now, my goal at some point, I do want to make an appointment with that specialist because I do feel it's super important to really take That's a part my of your life. health. Yeah. yeah. So you gotta release that shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, and vibrators aren't gonna cut it. 
Nah, I be wearing my vibrator out, but I mean, yeah, like me too. But then after a while, it's just need, like, damn, like I can't keep doing this shit again. Right. So, um, yeah, that is a goal of mine to see a specialist to see if there are other options or something that can make this a bit more enjoyable for me, at least. So I know um, earlier we was talking about you know because you're pretty close to your dad, mm-hmm. and like I was pretty, I was really close to my grandma, grandmother. So yeah. I used to always tell her any and everything because I knew she wouldn't like going to judge me or anything yeah, or like yeah. and really just keep it 100 with me mm-hmm. so I, we was having a conversation earlier before we started recording and you was telling me about how you felt like what's the word you felt lonely maybe yeah like mm-hmm. with my because I can imagine like with you and your situation and like you know being a young girl like you're not being able to like fully express yourself or you don't know what's going on yeah and then like um I mean, I can't, how did i feel talking to your dad about that though like so he is a man you know man don't be understanding yeah so there are two specific moments with my father that i remember talking to him about just my sexual history and just preference so the first time you must, you must be really close with your dad to talk to him he is like my best friend like yeah. i don't know what I'm going to do when, you know, he's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. But, um, so the first time that I told him that I was... How old were you? I would say, like, maybe 19, mm-hmm. 19, 20. Um, it was when me and my girlfriend, the woman that I had an experience with, broke up, and I was just so mm. depressed. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just so in love with her. That was your first heartbreak. Yeah. Like, my first, like, real detrimental one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just remember just moping around the house, just being in my room. I wasn't really eating. I was crying a lot. Like, my dad didn't know why. My sister was pissed because she knew the situation. Right. And she was just really upset. So one day, you know, I had to tell my dad, like, you know, um, I'm sad because I was in this relationship and it was with a woman. And, you know, and my dad, he was, just, you know, he's super supportive. Mind you, I feel like a lot of Caribbean parents may not take that very well. Yeah. Um, but my dad, he's very liberal and he's very understanding. So he was just like, well, he was like, well, what's wrong with men? Like, do you not like men? And I told mm-hmm. him, I was like, you know, being intimate with a man is it's not really enjoyable for me. Right. And I was like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't feel pleasure. I don't feel fulfillment. So, and at first he thought it was a face. He was just like, yeah, I understand. He was like, but I think it's something that you'll grow out of. And he'd be like... That's such a dad answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay, baby. You'll grow out yeah, of it. you know, and he was like, you know, I had a few girlfriends in my time who ended up being lesbians. And I'm just like, oh, okay, dad. <laughs> so that was one. I mean, and it felt comforting to know that, you know, he was okay with it. I mean, mind you, he was like, no, don't tell your mother. Because my, mo- my stepmom... She's like super hardcore Catholic, you know. Does she even know now? No. Wow. I, yeah, it came to a point where I was actually like really nervous um, because even though me and my girlfriend, like for 10 years, like we've just been on and off, on and off, on mm-hmm. and off. Um, and this last year or last few months that we were together, like I really thought we were going to make it. And we were talking about marriage. And I remember my sister would be like, I don't know how you're going to tell the family because nobody likes her. And I'm right. like, oh, God. So, but, I mean, it didn't end up working out, so I didn't have to, like, tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, that was that. 
But then the other experience that I've had having to talk to my dad was when I first lost my virginity. Mm-hmm. And I was crying just because, not because of like how much it hurt or whatever, but just because like the guy that I had lost my virginity to, yes, we were friends, but I actually really liked him. Mm-hmm. And the day after we had sex, I was just like, so how did it feel for you? And he was just like, it's sex. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, uh, I thought he'd be like, oh, it was great. I enjoyed I enjoyed right. you. He was just like, it's just sex. And I'm like, yeah, that oh, can damn. really hurt your feelings. So, yeah, I think, and that also just plays a part with, um, you know, my view on sex is just that I think men, they just think From sex one is experience. sex. Yeah. And I feel like for me being a woman, like it's more of a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then shortly after that, I realized that he got with this girl who I did not like, mm. but she just treated him so badly. And I was like, I don't know why you're with, so, like, you're trying to be with someone who can't love you or doesn't want to love you. Meanwhile, I'm here and I just gave something, something to, to you. you. Right. And you know, and you mean something. To, so that hurt a lot. And I remember me breaking down and I didn't even want to tell my dad. And, and I just remember me like sitting on the floor crying. Sorry, I'm getting <laughs> And like my dad was just so scared. He was because he thought something happened to me. Aww, now you gotta have me crying. <laughs> and my dad was just like, "Nah, man, don't tell me, don't tell me." <laughs> and I was just like, you know, um, I lost my virginity, and he just didn't even care. And like my dad, he's not a very like. He's not going to coddle you, you know? He's right. not going to be like, oh, baby, it's okay. But he was just like, you know, he was like, you know what, Steph? This is a good lesson for you to learn. Because he was like, men are dogs. And they will yeah. say anything and everything just to, to get, get what they want yeah. from you. And he was like, you know, you have to be smarter than that. And Wipe on the eye. I don't want you to mess up your makeup. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, oh, man. I don't know why that just brought so much out of me right now, but I was just like, shit. But do you think that experience... You know, go ahead with your story. I'm going to ask later. No, yeah. So then, you know, after that, you know... Because that would have really hurt my feelings, like... Oh, my God. What, dealing with that? Yeah, yeah like, man. I gave you something that I cannot give to anybody else, and you're going to make a comment like that? Like, yeah, it was... Yeah, some fucking It nerd. was super crazy. And, like, you know, again, like, my dad, he's not going to call me, but I did see the hurt. In him, like, I knew that he fell back. Because I'm, like, his first daughter, you know? Right. I'm, I'm definitely, like, a daddy's girl. And he was just like, you know, this is why I tell you to focus on school. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, God. But don't no man want to see their they daughter, like, going yeah. through that. Especially now, I'm nigga. Yeah, so, I mean, after that, I took a break from, like, just being with people in general yeah. for a really long time. Like, I had to get my head together and, like, realize my priorities you know because you know i feel like at the end of the day like we all want to be loved we all want to have that connection with another person right um so that was that and then another experience that i actually remember like and all of these played into like just my overall feelings i was just about to say that it's like do you feel like all these um situations that you've been through kind of yeah shaped the overall outlook of how you feel yeah, about yeah. it's hard because sex and men and just like yeah it's definitely a conflict because at one point like i kind of see sex as like a form of power mm. you know and we had like a little conversation about this before where you know women they would use their bodies to their advantages to get what they want mm-hmm. um, which i kind of felt sometimes and then there are also times where i'm just like no my body is my temple and i want to give it to someone who's appreciative so i'm kind of like going back and forth with that right now Mm -hmm. um and then i would say 
I know I said there were two instances, but there was this last instance, uh, happened a few years ago. Like, I'm okay about it now. But this really, like, shaped my view on mm-hmm. sex. And it was just, like, uh, I would say after that, I really didn't want to have sex with, like, anyone for the rest oh, of my wow. life. And it was basically... Um, I went out with like my aunt mm-hmm. and she introduced me to her boyfriend and we were just all out getting drunk. Um, and my aunt was like, you know what? You should just sleep over because I don't want to give you back to your father with you like this. So I'm like, yeah, it's fine. So, you know, I'm sleeping in the middle of the night. I wake up and there's like someone in the room with me. Like, Wait, you never told me this story. No, I did. <laughs> it just came to me. I'm like, oh shit. Um, and like, you know, he's pulling down my pants well yeah and i'm not gonna go into details because because i don't want to relive it but basically i was molested by my aunt's boyfriend and i was so scared yo i be learning so much about my (laughs) (laughs) guests this is yes so crazy yeah and i just remember like wow thinking did you tell your aunt yeah so yeah, and I just remember Pass me the tissue, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, is crazy. I, I was super scared, and I, I just didn't know oh, what to were do. You? Oh God. Um, how old am I now? I'm 28. I would say maybe like 22, 23. Yeah, I cannot yo. Men are just so fucking yeah, disgusting. Yeah, and I was y'all. just and I just remember like trying to reason with him. I'm like, yo, my aunt's in the next room. If you want to fuck, like, go fuck her. Like, why are you in here? Right. And I think he came in like twice, trying to do something. And I would be like, no, no. I right. mean, thank God, like, he didn't rape me, but he did do some shit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember me waking up that morning. Wow. And like, <laughs> and I remember just sitting in the kitchen, and my aunt came out. She was just like oh, your shirt ripped, like your button fell off. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know how that happened. Where was he at? He was in the room sleeping. And I just remember, oh, God. Oh, man. I'm so sorry you had to go through that. And I just remember calling my brother, asking him to pick me up. And, like, honestly, I don't know how I held it all together. Until I got in the car, and I just started bawling, and my brother... So sweet. He was like, Did you say your brother did? Yeah, I told him. He was like 16. He would turn around. I'm like, What are you gonna do? Is this is a grown ass man who's like twice your height. Like, you told your daddy? I did. Oh, good. I know he was ready to shoot. My, well, and then that's the well, and that's what you know, it kind of brings me back to like my dad not coddling me, right? Like, my dad was upset, he was so upset, but he was like, He, he, he was just like, So either you stop crying or you call the cops. He was like, what do you want to do? And I just stopped crying. Mm. And I didn't call the cops. I didn't Why do you want to call the cops? I just didn't, like, I don't know. I started thinking about, like, kind of like the statistics. Because, Mm -hmm. like, yes, I was drinking. And, Mm. you know, it was the middle of the night. And I don't know. So many things could have just happened. And I was afraid that he would say that I was lying and that I was drunk and whatever. Wow. So I just didn't say anything. And I remember calling my boyfriend at the time, and he came. And he was working in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And I remember he drove all the way to the Bronx just to come be with me. And 
I don't know. It kind of ruined our relationship after that because I. Didn't, I mean, of course, you was yeah, traumatized. Yeah, like I didn't want to be in anyone else's bed but my own. I couldn't right. even like sleep most nights, and I didn't want to be intimate with him. It didn't happen at night, so I can imagine you suffering from um like, like you don't want to sleep, like cause, because that happened at night. Yeah. So every time night would come, you would be scared or nervous or like. Yeah. So I kind of felt like after that, I was just like, sex is just something of power, right. you know. And I kind of used that, and then after that, I kind of began some like unhealthy habits of just like having sex with men just because like I knew they would feel it and they wouldn't feel that way if I wasn't you know doing. It was just. A weird mentality that mm-hmm. I had. Um, but yeah, thinking about just everything that I went through with men and with women and just my overall sexual experience, it just kind of like shaped how I view sex right. now. So, And yeah. now I can see why you're not even into like, I can see why you're not into sex. Like, yeah. so much has happened to you, so it's just like. Yeah, like physically is one thing, but also like mentally, mentally hell is yeah. just like another thing. Wow. As well, so it's rough. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy, yo. Yeah, I did not even know that. Yeah, yeah. So where are you at now? Like, how you been feeling? Like, um, you know, it's. I do believe like sex is a beautiful thing, and I do believe it brings partners together. I mean, obviously, it's responsible for you know the upkeep of our planet and multiplying and all that stuff. Right. I do try to think of sex as a positive you know a beautiful thing um i think with me i need to give myself to people who truly care about me yeah and who want and who want to see me enjoy sex and happy and not just you know right use me for my body mind you i do it to myself sometimes but um i think right now i'm just taking the time to just really explore myself and find out what like what makes me feel good you know, I don't have a partner right now. I'm not sexually involved with anyone right now just because, um, again, I want to stop that um, that habit of just having someone there. Yeah. You know, I want it to be more meaningful. I want to have a connection mm-hmm. with someone. And I think so. it's very important that you're taking accountability for that. Like, yeah, you want to have it because that's what you want. Like, yeah. And not because... You just want to be doing it. Like, you really want to find something that's meaningful. Yeah. Like, or ha- not find, but have something that's meaningful. Yeah, I mind you. Like, you know, I went through this phase of just having, pe- you know, someone w- that's only used for that. But, you know, because so, the connection's not there, I don't feel anything mentally or physically. So what is some advice that you would give to your younger self? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, definitely make the decisions regarding sex for me. Yeah. Not because, oh, I want him to like me or, you know, I want him to take me seriously and make me his girlfriend and things like that. Right. You know, I when I first had sex, I did it because, one, yeah, I wanted to, but right. also I thought, like, well, maybe if I did this, like, he'd make me his girlfriend. And he didn't, mm. you know. Um, also one thing that I'm working on is communication. Mm. It's super, super important to communicate with your partner, the things that you do like and the things that work for you. And you both can find, you know, some place in the middle where it's enjoyable Mm -hmm. for both of you, you know, um, 
also go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it's 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 huge. And I, you know, lately I've been speaking about therapy. This is going to be episode, I think I'm on four or five. And I've been speaking a lot about therapy. And every guest has spoken about therapy. Like therapy is so needed right yeah. now, especially in the in the world that we live in. Crazy. And I mean, it's hard trying to find a therapist, y'all, because I'm still looking. But no, yeah, I mean, this definitely helps. And like, right. you saw how much like anger and emotion came out of me just by talking about it. So imagine if I can talk to like a professional about this. Yeah, I think it would help a mm-hmm. lot more. You know. So the last question is: What is some advice you would give to our listeners, which is mostly women that's going mm-hmm. through either a similar situation or been through this situation? before um with not enjoying sex and uh, i think with not enjoying sex but i also think that because this is my first time hearing a lot about your story and yeah. just like you know i can see why your your views are the way they are when it comes to sex so like mm-hmm. what would you give some advice to somebody that's been in a similar situation with you and they don't they look at sex i'm not gonna say negative but they just they don't want no parts of it like you have to do a lot of digging within yourself. Like, one thing that I do now, like, I journal. And there are times when, like, I try to push certain thoughts or memories back because I don't want to deal with it, but you have to confront it. Yeah. So I'm going to say, you know, talk to someone. If you can't afford therapy or if, you don't, if you're don't, if you not ready for therapy, talk to a trusted friend because That's that Jay-Z talking, quote, you can't reveal what you don't hit. You can't heal what you don't reveal. Exactly, and... You know, this was kind of like my therapy, <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah. I I never know. I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah, so I and would, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, you really have to dig and find out like why you feel this way. And yes, you're gonna confront these demons that you yeah don't want to face, or sometimes demons that you don't even know are there. Um, so I think definitely therapy, just writing things down, just doing your research. Yeah, you know, finding um, you know, a doctor as well. Again, for those who are going through like the physical part of it that you find that you're not enjoying sex don't be afraid to speak to your doctor because i've been experiencing this for years since i was like what i say 1920 yeah and i just saw i just spoke to my almost doctor. 10 years yeah and i just spoke to my doctor like two years ago about it so, so when you gotta make your next appointment soon, soon <laughs> i promise <laughs> see i had to put her on the spot yeah <laughs> I have to know. I I actually do have to make all my appointments now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you definitely you can't be afraid to talk to your doctor because that's what they're there for. Yeah. You're not paying a fifty dollar copay, girl. You know that can be some lip gloss and powder from Sephora for me. Right? <laughs> Seriously, like right. you better make your doctor work. And that's one thing that I do now. Like I ask them a ton of questions. Yeah. I bring up small ask questions, things. man. Yeah. Ask every single question. You have to take your health seriously. You know your physical health, your mental health into accountability. You yeah. Know? Um, really just get the help that you need because this world is crazy. Yeah. And honestly, it's not going to get better anytime soon and you have to make sure that you're good. Yeah. You know? So, definitely that. Well, guys, this episode means so much to me. Not only did I learn something new about my um, guest, who is also one of my good friends, um, <laughs> this was the first time I recorded in the Anchor Studio, so I am so excited um i can't wait to hear your feedback about this one um this one was i just can't express it was how all much. over the place i was yeah <laughs> no i don't think it was all Went over the place you think so no because i just think that the whole point of this podcast is to like inspire other women out there that's going through similar situations because i know when i went through my shit 
I always thought like, damn, like why me? Why is this happening to me? And then when you start talking about what you've been going through, you find out the shorty next to you went through something similar yeah, or even worse. So it's, it's very comforting to know that you're not in this alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions for my guests, please make sure you email me or comments or words of encouragement. Or if you've been in a similar situation that's similar as my guest, please make sure you email me at hello at theprofessionalhomegirl.com. Um, it's been real, guys. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. And until next week, guys, later. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.